The Dollop is brought to you by JamesAllen.com. Get 25% off your order when you go to JamesAllen.com and use code DOLLOP. That's code DOLLOP at JamesAllen.com for 25% off. JamesAllen.com. You're listening to The Dollop on... uh, on a, uh, on a hotel. On a hotel. Uh, my name is Dave Anthony. What? Each week, intro's bad. To this is an American history <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes, or each it. week, all right. You're listening to the Dollop Hotel Edition. This is a uh, bicycle American history podcast where each week I, man who can't do the intro consistently, mm. slipper sniffer. Lawn Eater. Dave Anthony reads a story from this guy that I'm going to condescend in the intro, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. And I don't like that you condescend me in the intro. Well, a lot of people are saying that I should do that. Who said that? You're not in the forums. What forums? I'm in a bunch of forums. And they're telling me what they want me to do, so I'm doing the people's work. Yeah, I don't think you are. I, like, see a lot of stuff, too, and, you know, you should kind of just compartmentalize it. You're not my dad, because you killed my dad. We'll be right back. <laughs> and called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> my name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> my room's Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. Gareth, the dollop is brought to you by jamesallen.com. I do. What? <laughs> That's not what's going on. I do. That's is not this wh- what you're... Are you about to pop? It's very hard. Uh, it can be hard to buy uh, an engagement ring, go to stores, and do the whole thing. I, I went through that. I went through the whole process of. Uh, I've been engaged twice. Is that that? I forget that. Yeah, uh, the first time I. What happened? I the didn't first want time? to buy. I didn't want to buy a new diamond. There weren't like ethical, as what they're called, ethical diamonds out sure. there, responsible diamonds out there. So, I went and bought a used. Uh, 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 you bought a used uh, an estate diamond. ring, is what they call it. Sure, but that's there, it's used. Um, so that wasn't available. Th- this whole process wasn't available. So now uh, it's changed a little bit. But now you can go to people like jamesallen.com, get uh, a lab created diamond if you want. Right. Uh, they also have uh, like 200, I believe it's like 200,000 certified conflict free diamonds. So they've got, wow. they've got what right. you people like us want, right? Yeah. And you, and what happened to your first engagement? It just didn't was make the cut. Yeah, right. So it like uh, I can tell you very, very briefly, quickly, uh, very, very, very quickly. In the name I, of I James Allen, the, I gave her the ring. We got engaged. Uh, so she the, said yes. She said yes. We were totally engaged. She didn't go. Is this used? And then uh, very simply, uh, her father uh, called me, called us up and needed five thousand dollars because after we got engaged. <laughs> He had borrowed $5,000 from the mob. He went to the track what? Uh, to turn into enough money to have a, an engagement. That works. Uh, 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 sorry, a wedding. Oh. And then he lost all the money, and then she revealed that he was a degenerate gambler all his life. And then I put together why she was so bad with money and what was happening, and I went, oh, we can't be uh, married. Wow. Uh, so anyway, James Allen, uh, it's a great... <laughs> 
This uh, is our best ad. Yeah. Once you, <laughs> once you with James Allen, once you pick your diamond, uh, you can see it in a magnified 360 degree view, so you can see what the actual diamond looks like up close in HD on your phone or your computer. Of course, oh, wow. I'm saying it's online. Yeah. Right. Right. So it works. Like that's. Great. Like this, this would be this perfect for me. This yes. would be perfect for me. It would have been perfect for me at the time. Well, you but you fell into the mob. Yeah, this was pre-internet when I got married. They didn't even have phones. Uh, so look, seriously, you could walk into a jewelry, jewelry store and look at their diamonds under a magnifying glass. You still wouldn't get as close of a look as, you get, as you get at jamesallen.com. And you can pick from hundreds of ring settings, platinum, white gold, rose gold, yellow and gold. And if anyone's thing. on the fence about popping the question... Please do it for us now, because with the ad and all that, like, you know, it'll they'll appreciate that yes. we kind of pushed you into this. That helps us out. So yeah, if you're thinking you shouldn't get married, you should. Well, I'm not. OK. They also have a uh, jamesallen.com also has an augmented reality ring try on. So you can see what it'll look like uh, on your hand. Get 25% off your order when you go to jamesallen.com and use code dollop. That's code dollop at jamesallen.com for 25% off. jamesallen.com. There we go. That was great. Get your your lady, your fella, they, whatever, uh, buy him a ring. Yep. Even if you want to get engaged or not, it's time to pop the question. Make sure to find out what, <laughs> what their dad's deal is. Road dates? We still have road dates. This is uh, going to go up oh, yeah. tonight. So, we're so yeah, we'll be, be in Milwaukee. <laughs> we'll be in, well, Chicago's probably sold out, but yeah. you can see on Tuesday, uh, the what is that, the 10th, if Chicago has uh, got any tickets, probably won't. The 11th will be at Turner Hall in Milwaukee. The 12th will be at the Barrymore Theater in Madison. And the 14th will be at the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Go to dollapodcast.com for tickets and information. And we have merch. Great merch that Luke made. Uh, so this is a return episode. This is another one where the recording uh, was not good. So we're going to do it again. And by the way, uh, if you hear any clinking or anything, Luke is eating, Luke's uh, eating oatmeal on the floor. Well, it's the, everything Luke is consuming is in tin. And So uh, he's made the decision to make sure that everything he has is made of a clanging metal. And uh, right now, oatmeal might come out of his nose. But he's eating oatmeal from a mm-hmm. tin can. Mm-hmm. And he's, eating, and he's yes. drinking uh, his drink from a big tin cup. It's pretty normal over here. Yeah. <laughs> so if it sounds like chitty chitty bang bang, uh, it's just Luke. He's tinning it up. Yep. Yeah, he's he's tinned it to win it. Speaking of which, April Fool's Day, eighteen oh five. Was it real or are you just yanking really my is. chain? That's really the date. Is that a joke though? That's real. Or are you? Is uh, this a? This is the actual uh, podcast. Are you doing an? Uh, no, this is real. It's I, the real date. Okay. Uh, no, no, trust me. Well, I feel like around the corner is going to be an April. No, Fools. no, no. I'm not going to fall for it. Winnie the Pooh was born. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find uh, the honey. Joseph Nash McDowell was born in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. The Kentucker, as they call it. Is that right? Yep. Uh, his family was respected and had been part of the founding of the country. Uh, his father fought with Washington and served... George in, Washington? Uh, yep, the same, Whoa. the George. Uh, he served in Kentucky's first state legislature, but uh, Joseph did not follow in the family uh, military tradition. Okay. As a boy, Joseph was fascinated with his uncle Ephraim. Sure. Uh, he's Where did we record this originally? Uh, this was recorded in 
Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, did we do one in Lexington? I don't know. I think we did one in Louisville, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did one in Louisville. I think yeah. it was Louisville that okay. we did it. But it was definitely Kentucky. Okay. I don't think there's any other cities there. Yeah, there aren't. Nope. Um, so Ephraim's a doctor, and he made history in 1806 when he took a huge tumor out of a woman. Whoa. Good for him. Uh, he did the operation on a dining table in the guest room of his house with no anesthesia or Whoa. antibiotics or painkillers. Whoa. So a natural tumor. Whoa. That's what, they, that's what they call that. That's a natural I love it. Tumor. Boy, that must have really hurt. <laughs> God. Yes, like, really good long term, but yeah. man. Get me shit face. Oh, my God. Like, on the table. Yeah. Oh, we were going to have macaroni. <laughs> Shush. This is perfect. Yeah, you got to clean it up and eat there the next day. It's got to be kind of weird. I don't know. Boy, that would be nuts. And do you eat the tumor? I don't want to talk to you on the rest of this episode. I tell you what. Uh, I put some tumor recipes up on the website. Go ahead and check them out. But they're uh, all kinds. Sautéed, baked, What's in barbecued. Turmeric. <laughs> um... So the tumor was too big to take out. I can't believe we're following the tumor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going with the tumor. The tumor was too big to take out through uh, the incision, so he drained well, that, it. It's not a good incision, by the way. No, no, it's fine. He drained the tumor oh. until it was small enough to remove. Let me just, I'm going to take some of the tumor water out of this. Just under 22 pounds. Holy fuck. So she was, uh, she had one of those tumors that make you look pregnant, I would assume. Like, it's a big-ass tumor. What a switcheroo. So if it, yeah. Um, a nephew assisted one of his nephews. I'm surely not. He was probably like, I guess. All right. Now we got to cut it. We got to cut the tumor and drain it a little before we yank it out of the hole in your aunt. I didn't know you could drain tumors, but we're all learning either. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, that is crazy. You know what comes out of him is pudding. Okay. A crowd gathered. Stop it. Luke's famished. Butterscotch. Luke just picked up his pudding tin. People don't know that's where butterscotch pudding comes from. I think we shouldn't do this part anymore. Okay. A crowd gathered outside the house because no one understood what this doctor man was doing. Yeah. They were angry and excited and waiting to see what would come from him. Quote, butchering a woman. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, kind of, I always like to put myself in the head of the people. and mm-hmm. I, I think I would be in the crowd being like, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't just cut a woman you open. Because it was just on a Only table. Only if you're married. Yeah, I would want to see what. Wait. Yeah, I think you can legally do that probably if you're married at that time. To love and to cut <laughs> through sickness and in health <laughs> on a table. So if she died, uh, there was pretty much no one to protect Ephraim. Right. Uh, and they would just take revenge on him. So I would definitely w- be being like, the nephew said it was cool with you guys. He was saving her life, but also Putting his, his life his at on risk. the balance. Yeah, yeah in the balance. Uh, but she lived. And after uh, 25 days after the surgery, she made uh, she made the bed and she rode home. Okay, she made the bed. Nice, that's sweet. Um, she lived another 32 years, 32 more years. That's how Pretty good. much. Uh, unless she was evil, then it's not good. We don't know. Well, I mean, was we're she? Not, we're not. We don't know her, about her. I so. assume you assume she's not evil. Well, why else would the tumor be in her? Some people called Ephraim the father of abdominal surgery. Nice. Uh, people came to him from all over the country to cure their ills. He also used corpses for dissection, as he had studied in Edinburgh, and uh, uh, that was a big thing there. That's fine. Uh, so that's where haggis comes from. That is where haggis. That's th- yeah, this that's is what haggis, I mean. Oh, this is the haggis dollar. Yeah. In Missouri, it was legal to dissect hanged criminals. 
but in the 1830s, the demand for corpses was way more than there were hanged criminals. So body snatching became a thing. Okay. So Joseph, back to Joseph. Yep, the his, boy. Uh, his nephew. Um, st- Joseph studied with his uncle to become a surgeon. Okay. Uh, for sure, Joseph would have stolen bodies so uh, he for his uncle and himself. For, okay. Yeah, that, you just had to have done that back then. Sure. Uh, Which he, is cool. That's like yeah, that's like fun. throwing the baseball. Well, it's just a uh, it's a nighttime good time. Yeah, is what I call yeah. It. He assisted Ephraim at his partic- at his practice for a couple of years, and during that time, he fell madly in love with Ephraim's daughter, also his cousin Mary. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. What you're around all the time? I don't think there's anything wrong with She's that. She's in the house. You're in the house. Look. You can inbreed a little. You just yeah. can't keep it going. Little, little, little inbreed. It's like you've got to make a family deal where you're like, all right, look, two of us can date our cousins, but then after that, we got to really take a breather. That's right. Yeah. So then you then you date your sister, or your brother. Well, Joseph begged his uncle. Marry my brother. Okay. I went to James Allen. I don't think that's right. Oh, <laughs> Joseph. Joseph begged his uncle to make Mary wed him, but Ephraim said she could choose her own husband. Uh, What a wild time. When the women were able to decide what they wanted to do. I feel sickened. It's disgusting. Yeah. I like the way it works now. You grab one and say, you're mine. You're it. You're mine. Uh, We're a couple. (laughs) So Joseph is furious after this. Yeah. Uh, and, and he leaves. He never comes back. Well, you know what? <laughs> I got other cousins. You won't give me your daughter? Yeah. I'm going to go sleep with my grandma. Uh, he would now hold a lifelong grudge against Ephraim. Okay. So he goes and he becomes a student at Transylvania University. It's a hard thing to, when people are like, why is there tension? You're like, I don't want to. Yeah, it's a long story. But, well, what's uh, going on? He it's... wouldn't give me his daughter, my cousin. Oh. So. Definitely on Fuck their team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's bad. Okay, go. So um, he becomes a student at Transylvania University in Lexington. I'm surely I had fun with that when we did this live. Yeah, I'm sure have. you did. In 1825, and he got his. What m- do you want to study? You know, I was doing stuff like that probably the first time we did it. We only have night classes. We only will have classes at night. Is this. Is it in Germany, Transylvania? No, maybe. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Oh, Western Europe, Eastern Europe. <laughs> yes, yes. Eastern Europe. Ah, well, well, no, we have night classes only. What? Now what's he doing? I got blood. I don't know. He's like, you know, he's got a Dracula, right? Yeah. No garlic. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, yes. There'll well be done. none of that. No, it's good. We won't have any garlic. Mm-hmm. No, no sunlight. And mirrors. Yes. And you must be invited into class. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. We'll invite you into class. No holy water. Mm-hmm. Um, or wooden steaks. Oh, good. Those can get pretty splintery. Yes. Uh, um, anything else? <laughs> it's going to be pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our only rules. Yeah. In 1825, he got his med- medical degree after studying under his mentor, Dr. Daniel Drake. Dracula. 
They call me Dracula. They don't. Dr. Dracula. They, it's, uh... We will only have clashes during a big storm. Why? Because you're at Transylvania University. What does that have to do with the storm? Yay! You will respect my power. Can I ask you? I have immortal life. This is from a place of respect. Do you think... Uh, ah. Do you think vampires are weather related? Yeah. <laughs> oh, think? we bring storms. You think? You think? We are on a mountain top. You think vampires? Look are at how much the clouds cascade and overhang the university. I heard a tin bang. Are you saying? Did you hear tin? An oatmeal eater. You, Where is he? I want the oatmeal eaten. Don't distract out. from away from your. I'm distractula. Don't distract me. I'm Hey, look at my key. Vampire. Look at these keys. What key? Ooh. Oh, I heard a rumbling. Someone banged tin. The Stracula's here. Um. So Joseph worshipped Dr. Drake, and he ends up marrying Drake's sister. This guy's March just like, hey, I like you. What do you got woman-wise? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> who's, who's, in your, who's in your circle? He so clearly doesn't I'm looking to, to marry it from a circle. <laughs> he doesn't talk to anybody else. I make a friend, and then I siphon off the circle lady. <laughs> Hi. Make, make, Hi, are we friends now? I want to fuck you, one of your relatives. Make her marry me, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so he marries her in March 1827, and he would name his first son Drake. Nice. The only thing we know about Virginia is he did love her a lot, and she had 11 kids, three of who died as babies. Wow. So eight kids made it further. Yeah, sure. Drake founded the Medical College of Ohio. Sure. But uh, a lot of the staff didn't like him. We think he's been drinking blood. The medical college's faculty voted to remove him as president in 1822. Okay. Now, the public flips out, so they reverse their decision, but Drake is to... He's hurt. He's he's not going to go back. He's, he's going to take his... He holds a grudge. He's taking his knives and going home. He's a, yes, he's a big... Well, why, did they, why was he so popular? Uh, the the people because he founded the medical college like he kind of uh, put them on the map like okay. it's like a you know yeah it was helpful yeah um so he doesn't go back he accepts a position at Transylvania University well look who comes back okay you must have been traveling for a while to get us this foggy mountain top. Not really. It's, well, I don't know why. As a teacher here, we will give you a cape. I can't. And really we want to suck your savings if you I, get one of our loans. I'm kidding. No, we need your blood. I cannot get past the fact that you think vampires are on mountaintops and come out in That's bad weather. That's where Transylvania is located. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. We're on top of a mountain, boy. Why are you having such a giggle at our expense? <laughs> We've hired you. Oh. Mm. Mm. Thank us. No. Thank us. So. Thank us. You know, I heard it. Joseph remained bitter and founded the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine to try to put the medical college Some of Ohio of the, out of business. There's a flu going around. Some of the professors are coughing. Come do on. you want this to continue? I don't this know. I went to, what do you, do you mean? Because I'll stop it. Well, I'll shut it down. Well. <laughs> no, no. Now I'm a bit. <laughs> um, so Drake then started 
what he called, quote, the war of extermination. Mm. He tried to discredit and destroy the medical college. And uh, and Joseph happily joins in the battle. Wow. So he's just taking on his right. mentor's rage. Right. Yeah. Joseph was known for speaking on street corners, loudly ranting, and... Like you. And with profanity-filled attacks. Like you. I do not do that. Well, it's you on Twitter. Okay. He made vicious verbal assaults on professors. This led Joseph to having a reputation for being a crass, raunchy, and dangerous enemy. Nice. He once said, quote, give me one year's time and I will blow the damn college to hell. Well, that's aggressive. Come on. uh, That's not. Also not very vampire-y, is it? No, we don't need that tactic. (laughs) He's not going to be able to get dynamite all the way up this mountain with all the storms. You would more sire a bunch of other... Shire. Is it Shire? Shire. You're talking about hobbits now. Shire. A biographer wrote of Joseph, quote, no man ever had viler tongue. Nice. Mm. So Joseph loves being the center of attention, uh, the most admired doctor, and the smartest man in any room. Okay. Uh, Dr. William Beaumont came to the St. Louis College in 1835. Yeah, goat balls. Uh, Joseph was, is it, is it Goat Balls or is it the guy? Oh, no, no it's Stomach. The whole Stomach. Stomach guy. acid. Whole stomach, yeah, yeah. Right. So many heroes. I know. So many great doctors out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Joseph is very upset. Beaumont was very famous, and he had just done the experiments on a fur trader with an open hole in his side that went directly into his stomach. So it was a big deal. Yeah. That was really good doctor. When he had a cork for it and everything. Yeah, yeah the, yes. It, was, it basically just gave a guy fondue tummy. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. He, fi- he made a fondue And so he's famous because of that. Yeah. Like everyone's like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> Look, love him or hate him. This guy's trying. <laughs> so uh, he comes and Joseph immediately is like, well, this guy's competition. And there. So he's my enemy. Okay. And uh, Beaumont's partner puts an ad in the paper, which is against the rules of society. Like, you're not supposed to put ads in papers if you're a doctor for some Whatever sure. reason, considering all the other shit that's in the paper, I don't really right. imagine it, their reaction to Ozempic. <laughs> it's really good. I'm taking it, and as you can see, I've lost uh, your a mind. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Joseph um, attacks, uh, and he's doing his yelling, screaming thing sure. out on the street, sure, calling him a corrupt fraud, etc. Right. Um, though he probably did no damage to Beaumont's reputation because he's just a a screaming star. guy on the street. He's just a guy oh, right, screaming okay. on the street. Okay. In 1938, Joseph started teaching at Kemper College. And in 1840, he organized the medical department of Kemper College. Okay. He had a great reputation as an anatomy teacher and not a great one for his eccentric, crazy behavior, yelling on the street. And right. So he's still, it's weird that he does that as much still. Because it seems like things are going all right. He definitely has something wrong with him. Okay. Uh, like, okay, so that if you put the stuff together, like the daughter thing, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, his cousin thing, where he mm-hmm. never talks to his uncle. His uncle's like his hero. Yeah, he's, he's a grudge holder. Him. He's a grudge holder, but, still, but also, it, it seems he's like also a rage. He's a raging grudge holder. So it kind of, that's where he goes to get his rage out, I guess. Yeah, the street corner. Right. Yeah, and he just sits there Private. But he also, like, took on the rage of his mentor. Yeah. yeah so... Um, but you see that a lot, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So 
Henry Clay would say of him, quote, McDowell had the greatest mind on earth except for his eccentricities. Hmm. So he's loud, he's opinionated, uh, he has an overwhelming personality, but students love him. Okay. Like students can't get enough of this guy. Okay. Captain my captain. Sure. You know what I mean? No. You don't? No. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. So you do know it. Ooh, look who fucking knows it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst moment of the podcast that we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Joseph Bedside Manor was not normal. Okay. Once he was called to amputate a man's leg after a work accident. Just <laughs> after a workout. <laughs> Maybe. So my calf then. hurts. We're going to need to lose it. <laughs> That's coming off. Yeah, that'll That's be how that works. Day. What did you do? <laughs> uh, yoga? Uh, unfortunately, That's, we're done yeah. with that. <laughs> He walked in and said, quote, where is the damn rascal? I have come to cut him to pieces. Damn his trifling soul. Why did he not, did he not keep hey, away hey, from the damn hey, machine? Hey, 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 he's having a little trouble with where what happened. Where is the fucking He has having a little trouble with what happened. He, hey, dumb leg He doesn't moron. love it. Shut up. He doesn't love what's going on. I'm tired of Stop coming it. into houses for men who can't keep the leg out Stop of the woodwork. It. Stop it. Cut it off. Stop it. Taking the leg. He's Maybe sensitive. Maybe the other one because he's dumb. You're not taking both his legs. Well, I might. He's in a sensitive spot. And the arms. Oh, my Hello, Mr. Potato. What? I'm calling you Mr. Potato. Why? I'm in a done. tremendous amount of pain. Well, you're about to be a potato. Why? More pain. Why? Taking all the limbs. Oh, my God. So, when he reached the bed, he said to the guy, quote, Sir, I've come... Sir, I have come to cut you up, damn you. The instruments are all ready. What? I don't... I don't think I want this guy to do it. <laughs> After the operation, the guy said, quote, Doctor, you frightened me so badly, I did not feel you cut my leg off. <laughs> wow. So he's like, see, that's what I'm doing, maybe. Well, Joseph said that's why he acted the way he did. Oh, really? I yeah, feel like I that's wrong. So. Yeah, yeah, I feel like just he's a, just like a crazy man. And then yeah. someone's like, that actually helped. And he's like, that's why I'm doing it, you sure. jackass. Yeah, yes. I'm taking these muffins. So Kemper Medical School became a leader in anatomical study in Missouri. It was often called McDowell Medical College. Okay. And in uh, 1848, he oversaw the construction of a new building. Ooh. It had two large Greek revival wings with a tower. Oh, two wings. This building could be. It was uh, reinforced. Why? Why what? Because <laughs> it had wings. It's a callback. <laughs> it's a callback. Uh, let's see if I can pull this up. Um, Dave's t- for those of you who are just listening, Dave's put his shirt up. Uh, <laughs> he's showing me his chest <laughs> for some reason. What's, what's happening? He asked if he could pull this up. Uh, I, I might know. not be able to. I know. He did it. Now he put his shirt down. Uh, I am completely naked. Yep. These are my breasts. Yeah. No, it's not in the. Uh, I did not save it. If you want to see cloud. Dave naked, join our Patreon. The dollop has a Patreon. There's a lot of great content. We're going to do a chollop after this. And. 
you can see this episode where Dave's pulled his uh, shirt up and it took all his clothes off because he's doing it in a onesie. I'm naked. Nope. Uh, did you say nope? I said yep. But oh, I, I accidentally pulled back up the wrong uh, one. Uh, it's hard this for me to keep this justifying this uh, language. Uh, tomorrow. Do you okay. want to do tomorrow's dollops now? I accidentally pulled up tomorrow's dollop. Want to do it? Well, it seems like we've already started this one. We should finish this one first, right? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Uh, So, um, okay, right. So, I said he says he sees, uh, uh, where was I? Um, Okay, the tower, right? uh, So, Greek revival wings with the tower. It was super reinforced to, again, this is a medical uh, college. Sure. Large Greek revival wings were the tower, super reinforced to withstand a military assault. The tower had a deck with six cannons to defend the school against an attack from enemies. Uh, now, is that... That's pretty typical. Are other colleges, like, John Hopkins, declaring war? John Hopkins has that. <laughs> <laughs> like... Cedars has that. Cedars We're basically going to design it like a pirate ship. And, yeah, we think people are coming for our booty. Cannons. <coughs> They're coming for the livers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> they know we've got extra legs. <laughs> Batten the hatch. Jesus so, and are people are people like that shouldn't be happening? I don't know. Or people are just like, this guy knows what he's doing. I guess they're just like, oh, he likes the look, maybe. I don't sure. Know. Oh, they think it's aesthetic. And he's like, these bad. are live cannons. This is the baddest-ass medical college in all of America. <laughs> yeah. We uh, take no shit medical uh, college. Uh, where, Where is the school? It's the one with the cannons. Oh, right. <laughs> Joseph was super paranoid, mostly because of the body snatching they did. Okay. So he does. So he the, thinks they're going to re-snatch. I mean, there have been riots, right? There have been body snatching Right, riots. we've done episodes so there is about a danger element sure. to it. I don't know if you need the towers and the cannons, but well, better safe than, you know. Uh, also, because um, there were people he was constantly talking shit about. Sure. Quote: Fearing political reprisals, he began wearing a breast. Oh boy. He began wearing I just have one tit in the center. <laughs> he began wearing a breast. Uh, yeah. Um, he began wearing a brass breastplate armor for protection. So he's like good, the bad, and the ugly. He's, like. he's, he's completely lost his fucking shit. He's a doctor who's like always ready for an attack. Uh, please, uh, someone might need to help me get these forceps. Unfortunately, I have a big brass plate on my chest. Do you have any idea what it's like to be a doctor? Yeah, they're coming for me. He saw enemies everywhere, and he was always making new ones. Wow. So the college had a dissecting room. Sure. uh, A chemical room, a lecture hall, a laboratory, and an area where the And air hockey. (laughs) And air air hockey hockey in the quad. An area where the poor were treated for free. Oh, okay. Sorry. Luke, give me one of your tins. I need to be sick. An area for poor care? Why would you not want to charge for medical care? I, I don't understand. So was the health care not attached to their jobs? I don't get it. That's a silly little thing. He also opened a museum with 300 specimens of birds and animals. Hmm. Inside the tower, there were architectural niches. Niches. Do you know what that is? So, no. Uh, how to describe it? I know what a it's niche like, is. It's like, it's like there's like a little indented part with a little shelf kind of thing, like a niche. Okay. Do you know what, the, you know what I'm no. talking about? I mean, I can kind of picture what you're talking about. Uh, 
Um, I, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. Let me. Uh, why don't you look up architectural niches? And oh, well, why don't you not tell me what to look up? I just figured we wouldn't have to do this, but here we are. Uh, architectural niche. Oh, it came up right away. As soon as I put ARC <laughs> in my phone, it goes to architectural niches because I've looked it up before. Is that how do you true? spell architectural? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. That's kind of what I was picturing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you're probably asking why he had those put in the tower, and that was to suspend family members' corpses for preservation. Oh. Where are you going to put your baby? In a grave? So he's putting... You're going to hang that bad boy in the tower. In a good way? Yep. So you can say, hi, mom. When you go by or whatever. So it's kind of just like a way of keeping the family together. Keeping the family together. That's and they're right. hanging up in those little niches. Yep. It must be confusing if you put his niece in there. That's my niece in the niche. My niece in the niece. Oh, boy. Look, my tongue is all over the map. <laughs> go ahead. Your turn. Uh, we don't know why he thought suspending his relatives' corpses <laughs> would help preserve their bodies or why he wanted to. Is there any embalming or anything, or this is I'm just sure straight they up? they were partly embalmed. He didn't just hang them up there wet and dripping. Yeah, right. They Fresh. Probably, uh, it's like a butcher shop when they just have, like, certain meats hanging. They were probably partially jerkied. Can I get a pound of your grandpa? <laughs> he, he apparently could not handle the idea of his loved ones decaying. It's interesting. It, he, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Because obviously we all have different ways of grieving uh, sure. those who pass, and you know. Um, but you know. I can see you hanging your mom. Uh, I don't like where this is headed <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, you love your mom very much. <laughs> yes, very much. Yes. So you hang her in your house again. Where I don't want to do <laughs> Pam niche stuff. It's a little niche. Um, he extensively researched and made plans to preserve his family members after death. He probably need a lot of niches. So it's kind of like a marionette mausoleum? A little bit. Okay. Joseph socialized with his students so much it was considered... I want you to meet my dad. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, no he's no. in the tower he's hanging. He's dead, right? He's dead, I yeah. They're all dead, but I've given them some anti-gooing stuff. I don't want to do anything. You've got to meet my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so he socialized with his students so much it was considered unseemly. He sure. took them fishing and hunting and told them his personal troubles. <laughs> Man, can you imagine being on a boat with your teacher and he starts going I, like, you know, my um, my dad was so misunderstood. I I would like to say, could you imagine? But this is I had a groundwater hydrology teacher in college, and this is what happened. We would go on we would go out on trips and, and you know the field and. To look and then at, he would to like look turn at a, a wetland or something, and then he just start talking about his marriage and his life, and like it was just so fucking weird. So can we talk about aquifers again? <laughs> Hold on, I want to. <laughs> God, he always needed money and had no problem asking his students for loans. You got any money? Hey, uh, so listen, uh, uh -huh. my uh, so I'm getting a divorce, and my wife, oh. my my daughter has psoriasis, and can I get a twenty? Mm -hmm. What? Can I get a twenty? Mm -hmm. My daughter has of psoriasis. dollars. Yep. I feel like if I say no, then that is not smart because it's a problem. It's definitely an awkward <laughs> situation to be in. Yeah. Well, I just mean like grade wise. It, like is, it is. It, this is going to be grade based. Yeah. Right. Then yes. Okay. Here you go. Twenty is a C. Oh. 
<clears throat> he taught through hands-on dissection. Hmm. Uh, grave robbing was a requirement, and he joined them. On what did you get in grave robbing? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man. I brought a hand. I didn't realize. Yeah, you got to take the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, he would join them on every body run, he, which he called rec- <laughs> resurrectionist activities. I'm having the best time. You're like, this is horrible. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> he had to be called before any body part was destroyed and no, body, no part of, of the body could be wasted. Wow. So like dog, dog rules. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah it's kind rules. of like the Native American, mm-hmm. nothing shall be wasted. It's sure. beautiful. Uh, eight, you haven't eaten your toe. Uh, I will. Okay. 1849 was an absolute horror in St. Louis. A fire destroyed 15 blocks, and this is where we did this, probably St. Louis. Oh, okay, right. Uh, a fire destroyed 15 blocks and hundreds of steamboats on the river, and a cholera epidemic killed over 4,000. Okay. President Zachary Taylor appointed Joseph as head physician and surgeon of St. Louis's largest hospital. Okay. He promised anyone taking the cholera prescription he created that it would stop the virus. Hmm. That's the opposite of what it actually did. Hmm. It was a pepper and opium-based elixir. Which sounds good. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, my one complaint about opium is it's just the flavor's not yeah, there. The, it's not, it's not like a spicy, no, a, a, yeah. little, a, little, a little kick to it. Yeah. You know? It was an elixir that, quote, emphasized dehydration, which was the opposite of uh, the, the water a cholera patient needed. So, so a cholera patient needs lots of water, sure. and this was dehydrating them. So that's, so that's bad. Kills them. Right. That's a bad thing. Right. He also said to only give patients a teaspoon of powdered ice occasionally for thirst. So Remember, they they, these were, they need are water. Shitting their body, they're all the fluid out of their body, and right. he's like, "Don't give them any more." You want them to look like jerky. Dry them out. There you go. How's your hair? <laughs> what is he doing? Are you? Oh, I thought he had. I thought that was a product. Wax. No, he's not. There's no product. You're just you're just fixing your hair. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> He's running his hands through his hair and caught your eye. He did catch my eye. I, I looked over. There's a guy like gussing okay. himself up. <laughs> a guy with a tin of empty oatmeal on his lap, <laughs> running his fingers through his hair and looking I really at you. Thought, I thought the round thing on your phone was a tin of, of hair wax. That would be amazing. Like, What's going on? Um, okay. I'm going to try to bang one of these hosts <laughs> after the show. Uh, so you need hydration, and sure. despite his treatment um, that killed it, it was a very popular. popular right? Uh, yeah, if you can imagine, and he was seen as one of the most successful physicians during cholera, even though he was just killing them. It's just great because I guess nobody like checked like nobody how, checked who was dying from what. Yeah, people like how just many like, people go in and come out right, essentially, right? right? You're just like, yeah, that looks. Well, good. it's really hard to trace that information. Yeah, we have to do one. You have to like out. keep. Uh, guy you have door. to keep one piece of paper, or just a guy at the door. Yeah, or just some per- yeah. one person. Yeah, just needs some account. Yeah, uh, some blame the Missouri Republican uh, for the pandemic. It's a paper uh-huh. because it had begun publishing on the Sabbath. I, and didn't that what happened with COVID? That's exactly what happened with COVID. Isn't that why it got so bad? It's because Sabbath publishing. Sabbath publishing. Yeah. Any any Sunday news, you're going to get a, a pandemic of some kind. I mean, I don't know. They've been pretty clear. Uh, some people also blame sauerkraut. 
I was I, the only thing I was gonna say is potentially also other. at play is some sort of fermented cabbage. Yeah, yeah. Or a or a pickled onion. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, it's also the combo. Mm-hmm. You know, Sabbath printing and then um, you pickled know, cab. Yeah, pickled cabbage, cabbage is yeah. just goodbye. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're you're playing. What are you calling for? You're, you're playing you're, with you're a lot. Like, of, you're you're playing with a lot of dangerous yeah. elements. A year later, uh, the city would build a sewage system, and cholera would never have the same effect. So it turns mm. out it was just like shit in the water. So and probably some sauerkraut. Right, sauerkraut, sauerkraut, shit in the water. Same yeah. thing, I think. Joseph became very political around this time and made his opinions known. He hated quote foreigners and Catholics in this city. Okay, here we go. All right, this and seems, this seems various personality. Uh, yeah, well, I was, yeah. What do you are you saying that? I clearly I'm some saying loud, angry assholes or this is right along the lines. Yeah, OK. Of like, yeah. <laughs> he was known for, quote, his malignant abuse of foreigners and Catholics in his daily or nightly harangues for Native American candidates and principles. Native Americans not being Native Americans are being the Native, Native American Party white people. Right. So the which f- is why <laughs> the term Native American is so. Uh, does that term even work? There are. Native American is a very complicated thing because Native you know, American there's, Native there's American is like of tribes in yes, America, right? And some people who are natives to America do not want to be called Native yeah. American, and they would prefer to be called Indian or so their tribe very, name or whatever else. Right. So it's a very it's almost like you need to go to each tribe or, or even person that just goes. So what what do you prefer? Oh, but Dave, it's a very uh, Dave, we've been through enough. Dave, I'm so sorry. We cannot I've be going to every tribe and saying. I have had people email the show, email the show, and get both sides. Yeah, right. Don't do. Don't use this. Don't use that. So right. you know, I yeah, I'm a white guy in the middle. Like I just tell me what you're going to call And what Dave's you. saying, what Dave's saying to our listeners is, leave the white man alone. <laughs> he is. He is trying. Uh, I'm not one of those people that gets upset when you tell me the whatever you want me to call. Just say well, you know what? I, you, you know what I'm worried about is that, that people are starting to say like you know doing like uh, accents of other countries is like that's starting to get in the crosshairs. Oh, oh, that's yeah. I'm over. Sorry, that's that, the end of me. That one. That one. Good night. I, I get it if it's like a uh, if it's if it's a German. Fuck off. Like you're gonna get a German accent. Like oh, I thought you were gonna say that. You but get like that if one. it's if it's like you're not gonna do. Uh, uh, a commonly used accent to belittle people. Uh, no. Indian, uh, no. In, no. Indian accent me. or a believe, Chinese believe, accent. Like, believe we'll say, me. But look, white people, you're all on the board. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's how I feel. <laughs> you're all on the board. That's whites. how I feel. Look, if you're if you're white, I'm coming. Yeah, you're all on the board. Uh, so Joseph is an enthusiastic member of the Know Nothing Party, who loathed immigrants, especially Irish Catholics and Germans. In St. Louis, I bet you those Irish Catholics are like, Doris, I caught the faculty, but Oh, hold up a clover, baby, that's a stab him. In St. Louis, he was the party's loudest and most aggressive member. Wow. That's a, I mean, that's I mean, yeah, when you're talking, I mean, it's like our whole thing is being obnoxious. <laughs> the king of the assholes. Look at this man. His students often talked about how much he hated the Germans in St. Louis. Many Germans were hardcore abolitionists and very interested in, in politics, which just made him more angry. Okay. Joseph voted he Joseph voted he wouldn't 
permit diplomacy with any German. That can't be the right word there. Um, anyway, he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, permit diplomacy with any German, and he told a colleague that he was going to quote blow up every Dutchman out there who attempted to attend his college. See, this is why you can't give a college cannons. Those words now have some now some firepower now it makes behind sense. them. Like yeah. he's literally going <laughs> to yeah, yeah. shoot people with yeah. cannons. Oh, you said those are just decorative. Nope. No, I'm there for Dutchmen. Nope. <laughs> can I get a cannonball that specifically can uh, really harm a Dutchman? I'm looking for something to really crush the Dutch. When a German girl died of an unusual disease, Joseph decided he needed her body for dissection. Jesus Christ. Quote, we got it and laid it in the college. Oh, Christ. The secret leaked out. Oh, oh, gosh. And the Germans got their backs up and made things lively for us. This is very diplomatic. Yeah, lively. Yeah. <clears throat> Germans were all lively about how we stole that woman's body. <laughs> the girl. The little German. Some Germans came to the college at night to try to find the body, and someone warned Joseph, so he hustled to the college in the middle of the night to hide the corpse. Who hasn't done that? That's a fun game. Yeah. Isn't that a Milton Bradley game? Yeah. At the college, he picked up the body and carried it to the loft and hid it under well, some, lo- under some like, Here we go. The, the Easter baskets. There we go. Put a little of that hay on there. That's nice. <laughs> That's perfect. There we go. When he looked down the stairs, he saw six men with a lamp. Hello. How are you? This is for light. Uh, Hi. He then said he saw the ghost of his mother standing by the table from which he picked up the body. Joseph. And she was giving him a special signal. Fuck off. Yeah. Is that Shaka? Hang 10. Are you giving me a Shaka, Grandma? Shaka or Shocker? Shaka. Oh, I thought you were saying Shaka. Shaka, bruh. You know, the shocker? No, I'm not a Dane Cook guy. No, 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 the shocker. Oh, the Dane sh- Cook was this. Super yeah, creator. that's the, the Sufi. By the way, I watched... Sufi! Last night I watched the best What Happened to Dane Cook uh, video on YouTube. Uh, don't spoil it for me. I want to know. No, I'm just kidding. It's so good. I think I know what happened. <clears throat> he married a girl when she... He met her when she was underage? Well, they brought up all of his thieving, stealing of jokes, uh, I, really I, I, hurt, hurt him. That's just, that's just a thousand cases of parallel thinking. But it was really good in like breaking down like he didn't actually have jokes. He was just a guy who moved around a lot yeah. on stage. And uh, and but the one thing they never brought up was most comics didn't like him because he was a dick. Yeah. Not, it wasn't like he was just successful. He was also an asshole. Right. On top of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's there's they people who are up. there are people who are successful in comedy that nobody who ca- are not that funny. Kevin but they're James. super nice. Everybody liked Kevin James. Everyone likes Ray Romano. Yeah. Very nice guys. No one got upset because they were famous. I've heard uh, some stuff about one of those guys. but uh, Have you? Not Ray Romano. But, um, <laughs> but your Dane Cook story is, I think um, about that uh, once yeah. every 10 days. That's who he is. When yeah. Dane Cook tapped your head. Yeah, I said, You're, that's someone else's joke, and he tapped my head. And, he and what did he say? What did he say? Uh, he said, uh, what did he say? It was the now. most condescending thing ever. Fucking goddamn it. I'm so brain dead right now. <laughs> he said it something like, thanks. Uh, uh, thanks, little one. I would love I, I, to have footage of that. Oh. How old were you? coming out of my ears. Uh, I was in my late 20s. Oh, my God. Oh. I couldn't do anything because he was with the booker of Letterman. Well, you couldn't do anything also because he's Dane Cook, but it, other than to just be like, I maybe will kill him I when he walks to his car. I couldn't do anything because it's Dane Cook. That was literally the exact same club that the four mob guys tried to kill me because I was <laughs> calling them out. Is for this because the ex-fiance? 
No, this was. Oh, because... so you just have a bunch of little run-ins with the mob that we're just supposed to overlook? That's interesting, isn't it? I literally kicked a mob. I stood up on the table and kicked a mob guy in the head. Jesus, <laughs> it was Christ. quite an event. I don't want to be doing business with you. Joseph climbed on a dissection table and covered his. So this is when the guys are. Yeah, he's got the little German. <laughs> Covers his face. Quote. Covers the, his face. Yeah, he's acting like a body. Oh, okay. I like this move. Yeah. Um, the men came in. We're all dead. <laughs> you don't say that. Okay. You give it away. Nothing to see here. You can't talk. Better. (laughs) No noises. No. Oh, God. This one's got a leak. There's no ghost. No one believes in ghosts. We're all dead. No. What the fuck? I'm from Transylvania. Jesus. Quote, the men came in. All of them being armed to look at the dead. They uncovered one body. It was that of a man. Then they came to two women with black hair. Then they passed me. One said, here is a fellow who died in his boots. I guess he is a fresh one. I laid like marble. Oh, my God. I would die from this. They would be like, oh, he just. I would die from fear. I'd be like, oh, God. I can't believe they didn't lift up. This is so Three Stooges. It is Three Stooges. Uh, the moons. Yeah, the, I died a while ago. I got it. I'm dead with my boots on. The men soon left, unable to find the girl's body. The next day, Joseph and the students dissected the girl's body, and he told another doctor the spirit of his mother had saved him. Sure. She hey, told uh, him, uh, I don't know if you should be in charge of this place <laughs> anymore. You know who saved me? Who? Mommy Ghost. Okay. Don't worry, if you want to ask, her real body's up in the niche. A mummy ghost is very helpful. Ooh, mummy mummy. Mm. Mm. What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth, uh, Gareth from the dot, you get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, or Raleigh, I forget which one you guys are stuck to, North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd, five shows. And then December 29th and 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast. We're here to help Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with gareth and jake i don't remember how we did it but either way fun half hour comes out tuesday august 22nd and episodes will be out every tuesday and friday we're here to help yeah joseph drank quite a bit Uh, this is interesting once he gave a speech to some of his students about temperance you know you gotta be careful while he drank from a flask so the whole thing (laughs) about it is moderation (laughs) this just sounds like an alcohol think about it uh but he never missed a lecture he was a very good shot with a gun and would often say he wasn't afraid of anyone. So that's a fun thing. I feel like those are not, you're like, that's you're kind of guy. justifying that he got a lot of stuff done because he was drunk and then adding on there that he was a good shot. <laughs> well, they drunk all the time, but also can shoot is, I think, an interesting combo. Sure, yeah. sure. 
But it's good when a guy when a guy says he's not afraid of anyone while shooting a gun. I'm good with a shot, and I don't take shit. <laughs> uh, he would face down or shout down anyone who confronted him. What? He was also very scared of thunderstorms. Oh, no. <laughs> then how did he last so long at my college? God damn it. What? They have nothing to do with storms. Dave, answer the simple question placed no, before you. What are you, you talking about? It just rains. It's a vampire. So you will admit that upon the mountaintop where Transylvania University is, there are a lot of storm clouds and storms. Yes, will you admit it's that? Yes, uh, So you will admit we are prone to more rainy seasons. It's just because of the place. It, there's just weather. Aha. It's the way the mountains are and the way uh-huh. the There's nothing happening. Your apology. That's not an apology. Is accepted on behalf of the staff. Okay. Hmm. He would, uh, if a thunderstorm hit, he would crawl under the nearest examination table and hide. There's, there's, there's this guy. This guy should be on the examination table himself. And someone should be living. like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So he's hanging bodies of relatives. He's got uh-huh. cannons at his school, but then uh-huh. there's a thunderstorm, and he's like, no. Basically. I'm skewed. Joseph's youngest son, Joseph Henry, was born in 1856, and his wife died soon after. He was heartbroken and brought her... Oh, no. ...to a burial bound mound close by in East St. Louis. And he spent hours looking at her grave through binoculars from the roof of the college. Someone's going to try to bang her. He moved his children, who had died, to the mound with their mother. So he's doing the tower niche for some, but then... To, yeah, it's the interesting. He didn't... Closest any, family gets a mound. She gets a mound, and then he's going to stare at all the time. Like he's but he's putting them under the dirt in the mound. Yeah, they're under the dirt. They're not laying on top. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, but there's more. And, oh, cool. Uh, and the kids, after the kids died, quote, he would order the casket, which he had prepared expressly for the sole solemn occasion. This casket was made of heavy glass. Oh, boy. And filled with alcohol. The oh, body boy. of the infant was placed within the case containing the liquid. What? And the coffin securely cemented. What? So he has he's got like, a he's, looking coffin. He has a see-through brandy coffin. Yeah, it's like a it's like one of those jars of of like you know babies you see in formaldehyde or whatever. Sometimes like the oh cool thanks. But yeah, you know, so really see, that is what it is though. That's what we're talking about. He's yeah. got a see-through or you know you'll see that with like a, here's a here's a little uh, calf embryo or something and it's in it's suspended in some weird yeah solution. it's behind the bar next to the pickled olives or whatever yeah, or a pickle also yeah or a pickle thing. a pickled yeah. pickle yeah so that's what he's done can I get one of those uh, let me get a onion and an embryo <laughs> <laughs> you want a cow you want a sheep I'll do we'll do cow and sheep for the table these aren't pickled by the way these are just natural flavors I'm shit faced <laughs> Okay. My boys and I are just watching the Pats game. So there's caves nearby. I don't like the start of this. Why? I don't know. The fact that this guy just did a booze burial, and now we're like, also, there's caves. It's going to be fine. I don't know. Um, they were called the Mark Twain Caves because, as a child, Twain explored them. It was always 52 degrees in the cave. 
It also contained large amounts of nitre, the mineral saltpeter. Huh? Uh, nitre. It's called the. It's saltpeter, basically. And saltpeter salt is a get you. Uh, what is it? Why do they give that to army guys? Do not get boners. Isn't saltpeter a thing? Oh, I think that is right. Isn't yeah, it's, it to, it's to yes. It's so there's not a arousal. So this is a non-boner cave. So he found a cool non-boner cave. Yeah, finally. Saltpeter uh, is used for food preservation, particularly meats. Right. Uh, so Joseph bought the cave, or part of the cave. Anyway. <laughs> okay. His 14-year-old daughter, Amanda, died of pneumonia, and her coffin was lined with metal, and it was filled with alcohol and sealed. He's doing the alcohol for some kind of preservation? Yeah, it's for preservation. Okay. Um, and so your dad's probably going to last forever. Because he was full of booze. What are you talking about? Because your dad, when he passed. I can say that about my daddy. Well, I'm just saying, he's probably going to last forever because he's, he's so full of rum. <laughs> Didn't he, what did, he drank Seagram's? He drank um, uh, Canadian Mist or Seagram 7. Canadian Mist, usually. Mm. Um, so <sighs> she dies. He puts her in a coffin, fills sure. it with alcohol, yep. which is what he did with, he did with all the kids who died. Sure. And a year later, Amanda's body was taken out of the coffin and put into a large copper case. And then sometime after that, Joseph suspended it in the cave. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's a hanging copper <laughs> coffin in a 52 It does sound degree. like it's like copper field. It's <laughs> 52 degrees. And behold, degree. where did all the whiskey go? It's very normal. Uh-huh. Uh, the cave had an iron door at its mouth to seal it. <laughs> Christ, this is like this guy's been crying for help the whole story <laughs> and nobody's stepped in. So now he's just like, I think I'm just going to start suspending them. So now you're walking in there. Like, what are these? And he's like, wind chimes. It's my baby. My babies are in there. So those are glass coffins filled with alcohol. And now I'm hanging them up. <laughs> Yellow. In November 1847, the Hannibal Gazette reported, quote, <laughs> This is fine. <laughs> Seems Normal. delicious. We saw the sarcophagus of Dr. McDowell's child, which has been suspended some years in this quiet resting place. And in it, he had one. He had stored one cannon and 500. Wait, where's the cannon? In the cave? Yeah. Okay. And 500 arms for the invasion of Mexico. Now, see, this is the only time when I can ask you, what kind of arms do you mean? Got weapons. Weapons. Yeah. Uh, so he has a cave with his daughter suspended in a coffin that's filled with booze, a cannon, and more arms for a Mexican invasion? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the whole story all comes together. All the pieces we put together. A scene which excited not little talk at the time. It starts to seem likely that not only was Dr. McDowell stashing weapons in the cave for the Mexican-American War, but he was also exploring his medical theory that bodies could be preserved after death. Uh, I mean, I get, yeah, they can be if you're like this. It's fine. But who wants to be like, there's a lot of weird maintenance and like, I put there a bunch is. of cough, I put a bunch of booze yes. in this coffee. Coffin. Yes, I have a having an Irish coffin. <laughs> Everyone knew Joseph and his students stole bodies for dissection, but they had no proof. They're the bad boys. 
When anyone's relative went missing after Beryl, everyone knew it was a medical college. Sure. Rumors started that Joseph was kidnapping and killing By the way, people. this is a great time for necrophiliacs. Yes. Yes. I mean, anytime they take a corpse, people are like, this damn college is like, yeah, uh, yeah, the damn college. college. Yeah, for sure. I got to go home. I'm out I of have semen. Some, I have leftovers. Rumors started that Joseph was kidnapping and killing people to dissect. Killing? Uh, yes. So they think he's killing people yes. now. Well, that's a tr- that's a change. I think that was why all the anti, uh, anti was he killing people? But that that was always the rumor when the riot started. Was he doing that? Well, let's just listen to the story. Oh my God! If my this goodness. guy's going out there, and killing, why are you jumping? You know, we've got to save lives. Kill that man. Joseph had a live bear he kept in the basement. Okay. A cinnamon bear, which is like a black bear, oh, oh, but lighter hey, brown. Hey, 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 we're not moving. We're not moving. We're at, we're at a stoplight right now. A cinnamon bear. We're at a stoplight right now. Okay. How is, let me tell you something. You're in let me, the- no, 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 let me tell you something. <laughs> Do you know how insane it is that you- that might be the craziest thing you've said? <laughs> <laughs> he had a cinnamon bear in the basement? That's correct. Uh, <laughs> like Teddy Graham's? How else are you going to protect the college? Uh, I mean, you, mean, got you got cannons. the cannons and all the guns, but you need it. You need when they get in the basement. There's me. Did he have an supplies. assistant? If he had an assistant, the assistant had to I, be like, "I'm pretty stressed out." There had honestly. to have been. There It's had really to tough been. for me to work with this guy. Yeah. So wait, what do you need? Well, we may need more vodka for the casket, but also we're going to need to get some lamb shanks for the basement bear. Okay, what? Keep up with me. Oh, boy. Also, have we even checked the bodies that are hanging in the tower? <laughs> the Mexicans are going to come, and they're going to take a bunch of stuff if we're not careful. Oh, boy. So when mobs surround the college because they're upset about the bodies. Let the bear stolen, go. He took the bear out to set it loose on ah? the mob. Ah! But when the bear went outside, he just sat down yawning and hung out. Come on. Still, it scared everyone. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a bear. Yeah, it's I a mean, bear. It can change attitude pretty quickly. The second it time is funny, though, where he's like, the bear's just so tired out there. <laughs> he just... Eventually, someone's going to try something. Look at him. He's just out there so tired. He's so it. cute. We're not feeding him in the mornings anymore. Look, he's cute. He is adorable. The second time a mob came, Joseph called in students who took posts all around the school, armed. Quote. Sir, you are a college? <laughs> right? Set the tiger loose. <laughs> Quote, three to four hundred men, boys and women, armed with axes, guns, and clubs, headed for the building, threatening to kill all of the know-nothings, and in particular, Dr. McDowell. The doctor stood, stood valiantly by his guns with a fuse in one hand and some Loco Foco matches in the other. Loco Foco is the energy drink that has that's, alcohol in it. That's correct. I love Loco Foco. Loco Focos are great. Wait, so what is Loco Foco? I can't remember what a Loco Foco is, but I think it's in like an almost internally burning match type thing. I think. Oh, uh, okay. Um, are you looking it up? Just when everyone expected Joseph to fire his cannon at the mob, a squad of cops marched up and took up position between the school and the mob. And Go into the school! <laughs> Go into the school! <laughs> no, there's a bear in there. I mean... Uh, 
a self-igniting cigar. So there you go. Why did we try to invent stuff after that? I don't know. We peaked. We did. A self-igniting cigar. So it's a self-igniting So it's just a sure. match you can just flick. So you just lights. look at it and no light. You, yeah, you stare you at it. You just focus. That's right. Um, so he wants to keep talking. I know about he does, it. but he's not gonna. We're not gonna let. Him. <laughs> well, let's hear the one more thing. What? You're right. Yeah. So. So saltpeter, there's no proof it works. So the army uses it as a non-boner material. Yeah. I mean, so I just I just read about how they were preparing for a fentanyl bomb. So I I. I don't know what to do about the military other than just say they're the dumbest fucking human beings on earth. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry. So you're one of these guys who doesn't really care about your freedom. No, there's no. Uh, no, no, that's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. Fentanyl can't go in the air. It, it, can, it doesn't affect you. What by about touch. sea? It does. It's not a thing. What about a submarine? An agreement was reached to let a small group of mob leaders and cops go into the school building. Let's go. It. Yes. They found nothing, and what? the mob left grumbling and dissatisfied. Well, outside of all those bodies hanging <laughs> up in that tower like a butcher shop. Uh, what's that? They're in the cave now. Quiet, you. <laughs> Roar. Did you hear something? Joseph always said he was going to use the cannons to help Texas fight off Mexico, but which... Uh, Where is the college located? I, Ohio? It's in, this is in uh, St. Louis. At St. Louis? So what's he's like? I, but he really only used them to fuck with people. That's what he used right. the cannons for. He hated Catholics and often raged against a doctor named Charles Pope, who was a Jesuit teacher at the St. Louis Medical College, the rival of uh, his his medical college. Sure. The St. Louis Medical College was originally in the Roman uh, Catholic St. Louis University, but anti-Catholic pressure forced the medical school to sever ties with it. Uh-huh. And yet, it was still too Catholic for Joseph. Well, I mean... Makes sense. Sure, yeah. I, the, the idea that this guy's just like, Catholics are out of their minds. <laughs> you heard what these people it's believe? Always, it's always Do you want to go see my daughter? She's in a rum coffin. <laughs> it's always, Here, get on the bear's back. We'll go up there. It's always the guy pointing fingers. Always. Always. There's, there's three pointing back at you. And a thumb, kind of. He was also very irritated when three Jesuit brothers set up a Jesuit school down the street from McDowell College. How dare they? <laughs> Any they, idea what that's going to do to property values? They were competition. Joseph's war on the Jesuits was the usual public rants in the street, but he also had loud and patriotic celebrations to upset the Brothers Academy. He would fire the cannons... <laughs> During See, this is why you can't give a guy cannons. You, who, what city planner was like, yeah, we approve it. <laughs> and, but he would fire it just to bother them. That's why. Would, yeah, but still, it's a you guy just can't, shooting a cannon. You can't Saint have. Lewis. You can't have that. You can't <laughs> have. You can't give a college cannons. You can't do that. <laughs> what what you the can't. fuck is happening? That, just colleges <laughs> don't get cannons. I mean, this is why we've only heard about this once. Because it was like they were like, that's just insane. He's firing cannons oh, at other colleges. That's the college. He's, he's, they're at war with the Jesuits. Abandon your university. Oh, captain, my captain. Jesus. Joseph also got super into spiritualism. Of course he did. Starting in the mid-1850s. I'm taking crystals. So this started after he saw his mom's ghost that night. 
Sure. Students and colleagues... Take me out of the tower. Students and colleagues notice he starts getting more into the metaphysical and the spiritualism. And he hosted a lecture... Start calling me Sky. Sky, I'm Sky Dad. He hosted a lecture series on spiritualism and would often go to lectures. He also regularly took part in seances. And when the Fox sisters came to St. Louis, Joseph was at their public seance. At the end, he stood and applauded them loudly. Woo! They're like, boy, we got to rethink everything. That guy who's got that Mexican army cave with his daughter hanging is uh, on our side. Mexican army cave. Yeah. This is, yeah, the Fox sisters were obviously. There was Who are they? We, we've done that. They, they were the ones that started the whole the specialism. Like, they're talking to ghosts, but right. they were just rapping on the floor with their Right, with right. Their and then when no, someone was finally like, let's do it in a light room, they were like, <laughs> um, we don't do this anymore. Yeah. Joseph fell very ill and thought he was going to die, so he called his sons, Drake and John, who were both now doctors, to come to his bedside. He made them promise to, quote, place his body in a copper receptacle and fill the space with alcohol. Can you imagine okay, thinking your father, boys, boys. Uh-huh. <sighs> Go ahead, Dad. I'm not long for this oh, world. Oh, no, Dad. No, 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 please, please. It's, it's only natural. Dad. There's something I need to to ask you for if I anything, pass. anything. If I do pass, okay. Please bury me. <laughs> bury me in a copper coffin filled with rum. What? Put me in a copper coffin with a Long Island the coffin. What? Just Long Island the coffin. Put every booze you can think of in the copper copper. John, write this down. I don't need to write Drake, it down. write this down. Okay, I'll write. Copper. Yeah. Two P's. Can coffin. You, can you call me Sir Francis? Long, Long Island it. Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Yeah. No that. ice, though. We don't want water in there. Well. I don't have. Oh, I got whatever TGI Friday. I might have Friday, ca- Calara, they make it. Calara, that's gonna make what is it? Calara? Co- TGI Fridays is going to make it, so. So just really pour every booze you can in there okay. and load it up. Tequila's all right. Everything. Yeah. This, yes. Yeah, please. Whiskey, tequila, gin? But look, uh, make me into some sort of wild... Tuwaka? Think of a tiki bar, but I don't want any of the sugars. Cream to mint? No sugars. No sugars. You're getting into some of those niche boozes. Speaking of niche... Tuwaka's pretty good, You go to the tower, your grandma's there. So's your grandpa. But that's beside the point. Long Island, the copper coffin, Mm -hmm. and I'm to be buried in that. But not buried. What? Get a bunch of rope. Okay. Hang me like a chandelier. <coughs> I'm actually feeling a little better. Yeah, I hope you so. You might not need to know about this. I, yeah, please don't. Forget everything I said. I'm a normal dad. I just try so hard. I leave everything to Cinnamon, the basement bear. <sighs> what about s- slow gin? Hmm? What is that? You never had slow gin? What is that when the bartender sucks? <laughs> <laughs> We're back, boys. Uh, he doesn't die though. Damn. On June twentieth, eighteen fifty-eight, Joseph married his second wife, Sarah Mack, who was twenty-eight years old. He was fifty-three. Nice, nice. Now he still hates. Well, his... to be fair, in her defense, he was awesome. Yeah. What's not to love? Yeah. So you got to go older if you want to have this many eccentricities. I mean, you really got to yeah, go with an older man. You want screaming McCaverman. That's the guy. <laughs> want to go to my booze cave where my daughter <laughs> hangs out? 
Uh, I think the rum's ready. Yeah. So he still hates his he still hates his uncle Ephraim after all these years for not making his daughter marry him. And in 1860, Joseph wrote and published a paper that refuted Ephraim's claim that he was the first surgeon to do an overectomy, which is taking out the taking out the tumor. Right. He claimed he had testimony that proved Ephraim had not done it. He then said it was an unknown Indian hunter named John King who had performed the surgery. So uh, not a doctor at all, just a just a guy, just a guy who went and has the cool title of Indian hunter. Humans. Yep. He and he said uh, he had a letter from the patient stating it was his cousin and Ephraim's nephew who actually did it. It worked. So he, uh, so Ephraim's like, Jesus, man. Yeah, uh, it does great. It does tons of damage to Ephraim's rep. Right. Like, it's just totally. So as tensions are increasing. You know, the guy who's accusing me of this is burying his kids in booze glass caskets. He has medical college cannons. Just hear me out. And a bear. He has a bear downstairs. Weird taste is not a crime, Ephraim. As tensions increased between the North and South, Joseph wrote brutal letters to abolitionist Henry Ward Beecher and gave rabid pro-Confederate speeches on the street and unleashed tirades against pro-Union colleagues. It's so funny to think this guy also is like, here's what I think about slavery. (laughs) We're like, buddy, you are bonkers. Then like the Confederates, like don't uh, yeah, we don't, not, don't don't we don't need the help. Stay Thanks. neutral. Just privately support us. Make a donation or bring the bear. Yeah. Then in April, the bear's pro union. The bear's huge pro. The bear's a big. It's one of our bigger gripes. <laughs> that's why we don't get along. I don't. That's why I keep him in the basement. Then in April 1861, when the Civil War broke out, Joseph and his son Drake joined the Confederate Army. They each brought a cannon with them. Showing up with a cannon. What are those? We, how does it work? Do you give us the the recreational cannon? I'm sorry, I thought it was BYOC. What, what, is do, it not? Is do it, we? Where do we get our walking cannons? Are we all bringing cannons? Guys, slow down. Some of us have cannons. Now Joseph never owned slave. His servants were Prussian, but he really believed in slavery. I mean, it's cool. What a weird, yeah, place to be. Yeah. Uh, after he left, the Union seized his beloved college. It was the f- it was first turned into a <laughs> barracks. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. So the abolitionists <laughs> have your cannon college. college. Tell them to not go in the tower. <laughs> They'll freak out. Um, it was first turned into barracks, and then uh, no, the bear was in the barracks. Come on. And then uh, became one of the most notorious prisons in the Union, named the. Gratiot Street Prison. Gratiot? Gratiot? Um, it took 50 men to empty out the building with wagon loads of human bones and medical specimens. Oh, man. Just, uh, we, did you get all the bones out? <laughs> Not even close. It's just, there's, it's just like, it's like eight, eight, nine feet deep. There's just, just a lot of bones. The prison held many more men than it was made for. It was said you could smell the prison from a mile away, and 2,000 men died there. Wow. The building was also considered haunted, and for years after, people said they saw men peeking out the windows as they walked by. 
Hello. Ah. Hello, I'm a ghost. Ooh. Hi down there. Ooh. Joseph was a surgeon during the war, then became a hospital inspector. After the war... Where, what are you doing with the bodies? Inspecting. Where are you putting the dead? Here. You should be hanging them. There. Where are you hanging the dead? What? What are you doing with we, the dead? We... Let me talk to your chief bear. I'm him. Bring the chief bear to me, please. Oh, the uh, sorry. I thought we we're getting the furry stuff. No. Hmm? Oh, rar. Okay, this is all right. Hi. Nah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so after the war, he comes back, and he requests the prison be turned back over to the state to be used as a medical college. <laughs> But it's a disaster. It's in, It's been a prison. It's a well, shit show. yeah, right. Um, his once beautiful gardens now had gallows that had been used to hang prisoners. Other doctors helped him rebuild, and uh, soon after, the president pardoned him. So John's pardoned with all the Confederates. Oh, okay. He was. He was be, right. Gotcha. The guys we shouldn't have pardoned. Well, yeah, right. We shouldn't have pardoned them. But then also, it's like there's multiple things he should also not be pardoned for. But they're like, yeah, for your yeah, part of the war, you're free. You're good. So he didn't go in the cave. After the rebuilding, his bitterness came through. He decided Finally. that a room should be set aside, which he called hell, in commemoration of Abraham Lincoln. A relative visited him, and he showed her hell. Oh, boy. You want to see hell? Hell is in gold letters over the door. Oh, boy. There's no furniture. Well, that's very accurate so far. Quote, the first salutation that greeted me was the venomous hissing of an unusually large rattlesnake that was... <laughs> that was... What? That was... <laughs> that was to be seen. What? Darting out of its fiery tongue between the bars of its cage. Okay. Well, is there more? There was also a huge crocodile. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. In a pool of tepid water. Oh, my God. There was also a raven perched on a pole. Help. And a, help. And a lizard beside it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Quote. At the extreme end of a narrow hall-like room, a gallows had been erected, suspended from which was an effigy of ex-president Abraham Lincoln. Oh, my God. There were several other images, one in particular representing Lucifer and his imps. <laughs> oh, my God. So did you have any, uh, did you come back from the war with any psychological issues? No, but some great ideas for <laughs> renovations. You imagine, like, when he's gone trying to sell the place? So, there's, like I said, it's a great campus. There's a lot you can do. Oh, my God. I'm actually going to show you one of the things okay. that was stipulated in the will was the hell room. Uh, so, this is hell. Um, oh. You do have to keep the water at a tepid temperature for the crocodile. Okay. There's a raven with a lizard and a rattlesnake. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, and there's an effigy of Lincoln. And a devil. Oh. And some imps. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, we're and there's a gallow. You said there's other places to look at because I'm a little uncomfortable with the hell stuff. Um, there are other places, but I just think this one has the best lived-in feeling. It's very none of the other places have a hell room. Uh, yeah, I don't want a hell room actually. I'm oh, looking, looking for not a hell room. Oh, yes. 
Oh, then there's a lot of options. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. What I'm this is um, yeah, this, this is one has. Do you want to take a look at it? Yes. Oh my God! The alligator ate all the animals. Well, this was bound to happen. <sighs> Doctor Joseph Nash McDowell died of pneumonia at the age of 63 on September 18th. But boy, did he live! Boy, did he fucking! Boy, did he live to the limit, baby. Some say that his heart and spirit were broken when he returned to St. Louis to find his beloved college half destroyed. <laughs> Excuse me. Joseph Nash was buried in Bellefontaine Cemetery next to his first wife and children, who seemed to be buried in a mass grave next to him. That's cool. This day, many people believe that Amanda McDowell haunts what is now the Mark Twain cave. Well. Uh, uh, wow. Wow. The sources are holy shit. Cock and Bull blog, uh, Doctor McDowell and the Bodies, and they're a great band. Doctor Nash McDowell, MD, by James, like Herman's Hermits, Walter Wilson, and then why is the other one not listed here? Um, Jesus Christ! The other one's called Mad McDowell. That guy is amazing. You know, when people ask you if you're ever going to run out of stuff, and you say it's no. Crazy. It, it's because of, it's not even necessarily times, it's just dudes. There's just yes, plenty of, dudes. there's just plenty of dudes who just had money and success in this country's history, and uh, they had hell rooms where they had Lincoln effigies <laughs> and basement bears and Twain caves. <laughs> Twain caves. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about this guy. I mean, this uh, guy is nuts. This is another example, too, of unchecked power. It's like he keeps pushing the limit, and he's basically asking people to stop him, and nobody's stopping him. Yeah. Um, the book is Missouri's Mad Dr. McDowell, Confederates, Cadavers, and Macabre Medicine by Victoria Cosner and Laura Lee Shannon. Like, because when he's putting caskets, when, when he's putting, like, cannons outside of the college and then he's adding bears and then he's burying people with booze and then he's getting away with stealing bot like yeah i mean was he killing people to get bodies uh no okay i don't think no that wasn't seemed not to be a thing sure we don't need it for the guy well you never know he was so fucking angry and crazy like yeah. i wouldn't put anything past him but uh Whew. hell should still be there is a thing you can tour hell every house should have a hell room yeah your own version of what hell would be. It's a good place to let off steam. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of like the man cave. Yeah. It's you know? a little different. No, I don't know. Big screen. Bring the fellas over on Sundays for the big games. Go to the hell room. Eat some nachos. Foosball. Oh. Remember, when, remember where were you the first time you played a virtual reality game? At my house. All right. Guys, that's the end of the <laughs> podcast. We done it.